So this episode will be released the day after your birthday, my friend. Can I be the first to say happy early birthday? Sure. Happy early birthday. Thank you. How old are you, 28? Feel like it. Well, you know, we have a friend that's all forever 28. Kind of yeah. like, like that store, Forever 21. This is true. Um, so how are you going to be? 42. Yikes. Gee. You look 50, though. No. And you're a year or oh, six months. I'm sorry, six months apart. I am still younger than you, though. But you look older than me. It doesn't matter. Black don't crack. <laughs> okay, black don't crack. Anyways, happy early birthday. Appreciate that. What's um, the plan? I can't tell you that, man. You Why know, not? Uh, you can always find out from bitch-ass Brad because he'll tell you. Gossip girl? Gossip girl. It, <laughs> it girl. It girl. I text, So I did text a couple of people today making sure they're getting your birthday presents, by the way. So you're welcome. Oh. I was like, hey. Um, a what? butt plug shirt? Huh? A butt plug shirt? No, 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 So I was like, why did you cross the name out? Like, why is it I, I who's coming and stuff such a secret? It's it's not a secret. You know who's coming. I mean, you know, she, you know, Kelly's coming. And I said, was it Kelly? You said no. No, you don't know the person that sent sent me that picture, though. Why would somebody I don't know buy it me a present? It is somebody you know. Oh. So just relax. Do I like this person? <laughs> no, you don't want anybody. <laughs> so we're not gonna play guess who. Is uh, it was it a man or a woman? We're not we're not just we're, answer that question. I don't know. Maybe it's a hermaphrodite. How do I know this person? Have they ever been over here? You're gonna narrow down because not many people have been over here, so what was it what how did they even come up? I texted them. And they're like, I said, let me I go said, on Amazon and I, buy a fucking t shirt. I, I said, I said Hey, what have you bought Tony for his birthday? And they said... Crickets, crickets, crickets. They, she's, she said... Oh, shit. She said... Um, <laughs> she's like, I was going to get him this, but he won't be here in time. So I got him these, this, these, that instead. It's actually legit. And the shirt... What was the shirt into the The play? shirt was a gag. She was gagging me. I was uh, like, oh. Interesting. And then I texted our other friend that's coming... And they said, I'm at a loss of words right now. I'm not sure what to buy him. I said, he likes, he's an extra large, and he likes Dolce Gabbana. Why would they, why is it clothes? I don't wear t-shirts, first of all. It's not a t-shirt. But I'm just saying, like, why would you tell people? I said, shirt. Shirt. No, I don't want people to buy me clothes, man. Shirt. No, thank you. No no one has to bring me a gift. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I'm inviting them to the... Is it like Make-A-Wish or like uh, one of those things where you have to bring a gift to get an entry into the thing? Yeah, it like is. Like at like those... Uh, do you have to bring... Make, pub some, crawls or whatever? You yeah. have to give like a, a toy and then you get free entry or something? Well, no, you only get free entry then. You just get to pay. Speaking of pub crawls, Freddie P wants to start a pub crawl with me. I've never been to a pub crawl before, though. They're not as fun as they used to be. So but, like, I think it would be different if there were more bars centrally located to each other. Well, they do something in Santa on Beale. But I, there's not a lot of bars on Beale Street, though. Well, where would you do it? That's the most concentrated of bars. Because I know you, you could do, like, 
Goose, Ponatot, or not Ponatot. Goose, Blind Goose, Bear. Blind Bear. Local. Yeah, local. Slide. Um, flying Saucer. Flying Saucer. Um, what do you call it? Um, Bardog. Oh, and then what's the other one? No, Bardog's too far. Uh, what's the Bell Tavern? Oh, Bell Tavern. That'll be part Maybe of it. Bell Tavern. Yeah. And I guess you can work your way down, like get some kind of shuttle or something. You would have to have Tin Roof on there, though. Green Beetle. Green Beetle. Ponatok. Yeah, Ponatok. Um, um, Laughlin. Lo- uh, what's the other one? Kaylee used to work at. <clears throat> Excuse me. Kaylee. SOB. Kaylee. Oh, Kaylee. Yeah. SOB. And then I guess you could work all the way down to like the grand finale, like Laughlin Yard. Mm-hmm. But I think you want to do it when it's cooler weather too. Yeah, you don't want to do it now because now you could now no one. Probably people probably wouldn't want to do it. Yeah, I'd look into that though. But um, how was your trip? We're getting right into that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you got to go to bed in a little bit, Grandpa. I mean, Phil said we got to be up early tomorrow. He just texts us that. He said, make sure you start early. They're watching start times and end times, which is, for me doesn't make a difference. <clears throat> but um, so uh, my trip was a good time. Uh, I've surprised my family. I Did we s- talk about this already or no? No, we haven't. Mm. So I surprised my family. My entire family was there. Well, my immediate family, right? Uh, went to Virginia Beach where my brother lives. Um Surprise! Surprise them all. The only person that knew was Neil, my nephew, because shout out to Neil. Yeah, because he had to uh, tell him give me the address because I remember he had moved into a new house and I didn't I didn't know either address and I didn't save the mail that when he mails me contacts and stuff you know. Mm-hmm. But um, so I had to get Neil to, when he got there. I texted him that afternoon or evening. I was like, hey, give me a piece of give me text me the address. He's like, okay, and he got it for me and stuff like that. And then um. We uh we went out to, I went there, got there, took an Uber, because it was gonna be easier to get an Uber. I told I told everybody that my friend dropped me off. Um, I took an Uber. Otherwise, we'd be in a big production. Fifteen people would have come to the airport, and um, it was a good time. Surprised everybody, and you know, got there Thursday afternoon. Went to the beach, hung out at the beach for a couple hours. And Your mom said you spent a lot of time on the beach when I saw her on Sunday. I did. I did. It was fun. It wasn't hot. That's why I could d- tolerate it. Mm. So, like, how cold was the water? You after about a minute or two being in the water, you really don't notice it being cold anymore. You know what's funny though is that water is warmer than the Pacific. Really? Yeah, because if you go to California, stand in the California water. It's like ice, ice cold. Well, this water, it, it, it was like, it's probably about 50, 60 degrees. Yeah. My brother was saying that it warms up about one or two degrees every week or so until mm-hmm. it peaks, you know? But, um, so like, it was like 84 sunny and perfect weather the whole trip. Mm. One day was kind of warm, but then it started breaking. So when you're standing on his deck, it feels a little warm, you know? But as soon as you make it to the sand... Which is like maybe fifty yards away, a hundred yards away. Yeah, it's like the temperature completely changes, and the, the the wind off the the waves and stuff feels really good. So on Friday, I stayed out there from like ten in the morning till about five thirty, because we had to go eat at um, my brother's uh, wife's 
parents' house. Were there a lot of people on the beach, just in general? Yeah. There was probably, I mean, not not where we are, where they live. Um, it's like a mile, like three miles from the strip, like where all the hotels are and stuff. Yeah. So that part is more busier than where they are. They're just kind of, like, it's not a private beach, because my brother said there is parking for people to come drive to and they park there, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's more, it feels like it's a private beach, because there's not that many people. Like, maybe the people that are doing Airbnbs and stuff like that use that part of the beach. How was your bumbling? Bumbling was, uh, bumbling was a good, good. I got this one girl. Um, she wanted me to come and meet up, but they, they live. So, most of the people live in Norfolk, just because it's more reasonable pricing and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um... If I had to describe it, I guess Virginia Beach, uh, Virginia Beach properties would be like kind of like our Germantown house prices are, if you want to compare it to something, I guess. Yeah. And like it, that it's so in like and no focus where like everything is like you know you have all the bars, big bars and stuff like that. But you got you got a lot to do in Virginia Beach too. But um, we never went to no folk. Well, I took Neil to go get a hat for his girlfriend. And my niece came with us too. And um, I knew if I didn't take him, it would never have happened. So we went to Lids and there was, they didn't have the one he wanted, right? So then we were like literally five miles away from the stadium where the Norfolk Tide play. What is that? The AAA baseball team. That's the, Excuse me. the step down from the Baltimore Orioles. Oh, okay. And um, we went to the stadium. I told them to get out of the car, go tell those people you want to go to the gift shop. They let them go to the gift shop, him and his sister. They, you know, the, then the hats they got and the T-shirt they got was really cool. Mm. Um, the whole time my mom was telling me, slow down, slow down. I was like going, she would maybe go like 10 under the speed limit on the expressway. And the expressway there. Well, you're a shitty driver. Well, the expressway there is like 70 miles. You're a shitty driver. No, nah, no. Nah. Yeah, yeah. This was, yeah. This is when you in the car. I wasn't even driving with you, and I saw how bad you were driving the other day. That's up for debate. You passed me going 80 on the interstate. No, that's not true. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly going 80? Allegedly. Um, but no, um, so it was a good trip. I'm glad I went because, man, it was kind of sad, like— my parents got really tired. They get tired quick now, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, even just the little walk on the beach to get to the where we were like, we were set up was kind of hard for them to do. And I was like, oh, man. But my mom did it. And, you know, there's a bunch of pictures and stuff. I haven't posted anything. Um, I was thinking of making kind of some albums made or something like that. And just mailing to my brother and then giving one of my other brother a year, you know, and my yeah. parents. But, like, there's, like, we have a family uh, group message, and there's, like, maybe 100 photos on there. And uh, my mom, we got her and made her get in the water with her on her feet and stuff like that. And my dad did it too. Uh, the trip was a lot of fun. I don't know. That was it. I was I wasn't there long enough. I don't think. I'm not a beach person because it's usually so fucking hot when people want to sit out there on the beach, you know. Yeah. But this time it was perfect, man. So maybe I, if I go to Destin again, I'll be maybe like, and I didn't even know you could buy like these waterproof shirts and like. It's like a dry fit shirt. It's like dry in like two minutes. What are you, a woman? Everyone, we don't, we don't, we don't take our shirts off and stuff at the beach. Who? My family and I. My brother doesn't. My brother and his children and we, we don't. A lot of people have their clothes on, like fully in the water. 
That's weird. It's the beach. I know. I'm saying, like, they, the, my nephews and them, my nephews and nieces, they, they, they pick up. Well, color. I would assume that your niece would have a shirt on. Well, you know what I mean. Like she, she had a t-shirt on under on her bathing suit underneath it. They don't want to get burned. Yeah, they just don't want to. You know, they don't. They, they get. They pick up color really fast, uh, and they don't want to get like sunburn and shit out there. And um, so they, they like fully clothed. I'm in fully clothed. You know, like, but like. When I went in the water, you um, need one of those like, old timey bathing suits. <laughs> I want to get one of those so bad <laughs> that you sent me the link of. I wish I fucking had it for that Destin trip we went on. But I, I need to order it now so I can have it if I ever go to the beach again recently and soon. Yeah, you can have it if you ever go back to Tampa. Oh yeah, well, there's no beach. Well, we didn't go to the beach in Tampa, did we? I did. Well, you did. Well, you went in clear water, right? It was about forty five minutes. I don't remember how far away it was. Now it's a nice beach, though. Yeah. They say Florida beaches are the nicest, but Virginia Beach is really nice. The beach there. So, like, my other nephew, my other brother is nothing like my brother year. Okay? Mm-hmm. My brother year is like, if my kid, if the kids fall, okay, they're not, they're not dead. They're fine. Yeah. You know? My other brother is, oh, my God, my baby, my baby. <laughs> you know, like that. Like, my mom didn't does me. Yeah. Okay, just so he's like, like a helicopter parent or something? Yeah. Or so, overprotective? Super. And like, like he would eat. How food. old's the kid? Uh, Neil, seventeen. He's no, no, no. The other kids, or there's only one kid. So the, uh, my other brother only has one child. What's that kid's name? Yeah, like you don't even know the kid's oh, name. Oh, oh. <laughs> we we call him Terrence, so nobody knew when we were making fun of him who who we were making fun of. <laughs> so me and Neil, I was like, hey Neil, his new name is Terrence. <laughs> and Neil's like, like okay, okay, and we just sit there calling him like, saying. Hey Terrence, want a wet wipe? Hey Terrence, want a wet wipe? <laughs> How old is that kid? Um, is he a teenager? I'm yeah, saying? he's uh, he's he's sixteen. Oh, okay. So they, him and Neil, are one year apart. Then Karishma is two years apart from him, and then three years apart from his brother Neil. Okay. Um. So like, it's it's just like he's just he's just destined to be a pussy, man. So he's you. No, Neil is making fun of you. No, no, he's you not. are that kid. <laughs> no. No, this, Neil, your uncle is Terrence. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this kid. Remember what you said, Neil? Is like he saw your dating profile. He said you look like a dad. Yeah, <laughs> I think we did talk about this. Now, no, I don't think. Well, he maybe we didn't when to release one, but I remember having this conversation. Oh, you know what? Maybe it was on the part that got we didn't no, use. Delete it now. Yeah, yeah, it's gone, <laughs> gone. But no, so he, um, so like, you know, he he pissed me off one day because like Terrence. Yeah, oh, he. Okay. I got my mom some clear Canadian mm. in in the little cans. They that she, fucking still sell that. Yeah, it's 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 best in this. So they make these little eight ounce cans. That's yeah. the best thing. When you find them in those, if you'd like those, buy them because they're coming hard to come by. And um, he like drank, opened two of them, drank out of them, and then put them back in the fridge. And then why didn't he just finish it? Ex- wait. So then my mom goes, "Hey, who who is this?" this? And um. My sister-in-law goes, oh, Darren had some, uh, you know, just, uh, but he's like, why did he open two? Mm. There was only six. And so there was only, f- there's only four now. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I wasn't going back to Walmart or anything unless somebody needed me to go to Walmart. But like, stuff like that just irritates me because just because it's like, and then he had like three bagels, like two bites out of each bagel. And, <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you're talking about yourself, Ben. And like, I was just like, what that's the why f- he annoyed you because you were seeing yourself. I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, you're like Gemini, man. <laughs> and like, so, and like, you know, my dad, 
wants to eat bagels and he can't eat bagels now because you know he eats meat and my dad if it, my dad ate that if my mom wasn't around my dad would eat in it <laughs> okay but like my mom was like you know it was like no 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 and so like, okay so then we got donuts instead donuts really good you are terrence nah not dog nah terrence 2.0 no <laughs> and then so like so and then like when he speaks to us he's like like neil here you go Hello. Hi. Is he autistic? No, he's not. <laughs> That's what he sounds like. Wow. Hello. Hello, Raul Nana. How are you? Like, <laughs> he really talks like this. When Neil hears this, he'll text me yes, and then I'll show it to you. <laughs> uh, he used to do it all the time, but not, not this time. He doesn't do it as much because he's getting a little older now, you know? But it's yeah. like... Hello. What does he look like? You have a picture of this kid? No, I don't. <laughs> he looks like looks like fucking Neil. Oh, really? Okay, like, okay, but is he tall? No one's gonna catch me. Oh, you're the tallest. Mm-hmm. Well, Neil, I think if Neil's gonna grow, he's got you know a few more months or whatever for like I you could you, you grow after eighteen? Yeah. Okay. Well, he probably he probably will catch me because right now he's like right here to my shoulder. Because mm. your sister is your sister in law shorter. Uh, yeah. Is she? So, like, I don't know how tall she is or whatever, but, like, so, like, and then my grandfather is 6'4". Oh, wow. Right? My On your unc- mom or dad's side? My mom's side. Mm. My, my, my grandfather is 6'4", and, um, uh, I'm looking for a picture. Hang on. So, we were like, who the fuck... Because I was like, I look like a shark when I shaved my head, right? And, and I put my head like my hair like this, right? Yeah. And so my, my brother was like, put your glasses like this. <laughs> and I did it. He's like, oh, my God, you look just like a shark. You look like Tim. Yeah, I look like Neil's dad. Hang on, this is. Tim's a cool version of you. He rides a motorcycle. He has friends. He's got a barbecue fest team. Wing fest team. Oh, here's, um, here's a picture of. Terrence? Yeah. Why y'all be- <laughs> why y'all do that kid like that, man? Okay. Did y'all not tell me you were taking a picture? No, he knew you were taking a picture. <laughs> they have those transition lenses, right? So they always look like so I oh talking about that. I saw that the uh, the FDA has cleared contacts that change turn color to the sun. Oh really? So it becomes like shades, like con- like sunglasses. Oh. That would be nice. So you could wear your regular glass. well, I guess you wouldn't wear regular glasses then. Yeah, if you wore contacts. Hang on, man. I'm looking for it. Oh, did I show you this picture? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Look at all that hair, man. <laughs> oh, oh, man. So all in all, the trip was good. Yeah, it was really good. So what was the, what, what, what went on with your Bumble? I swear, I feel like we talked. I don't, I'm trying to remember this. Whose is that? That's your brother's that's, house? That's my brother's house for you, for my brother's house. Look at that rainbow. These two houses. The gay is new. It's for you. Yeah. These these two houses are Airbnbs now. Yeah. The house next to them is Airbnb. My brother keeps the house like Fort Knox. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's like, what the fuck? Don't get Jack, man. He's not downtown people who don't lock their fucking doors. No, no, no. We were literally going in to get something out of the fridge and he would lock the door and everything. (laughs) And the fridge is on the same level as the, um, 
Maybe it's because there's a lot of tourists, you know. Okay, so another thing, big thing about this trip was the last time I was on, last time I went to Virginia Beach, mm-hmm. my niece and nephew were literally this tall. Wow! Right, and now that's how tall they are. Damn! I have to find that picture. Um, it's on my. It's actually on my credit card. This is the sunrise. I look like I got a fucking muumuu on. Like <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> That was a long day because we stayed, we woke up at like 4.45 to get the sunrise, you know? Yeah. And we stayed up the whole, and we just stayed up the whole entire day after that. I crushed some white claws or truly fruit punches, whatever they got me. So, are you still talking to the girl from Bumble that you met or that fizzle? Which one? Or not met, but match with. Did you talk about the one on... um? From Virginia Beach or D.C. or wherever she lived. Oh, I don't know what to talk to her about. So does she message you anymore or you just stop talking? Stop talking. I don't know what to say. You just carry a conversation with somebody, man. Hey, this is my interest. Okay, pretend I'm her. Oh, okay. fuck, baby. And then you're you, right? Hey, hey. So um, where all have you been to? We've done this before. I see. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it was on this one, though. I've been to um, Florida. Been to Florida, Texas, California, Mississippi. Like in one month? <laughs> in my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. You just gotta talk to people, man. Oh, we can talk about this. It kind of plays into this thing. So I was out a couple weeks ago, and a buddy of mine was talking about something called Red Pill. And I was like, is that like the Matrix, which y'all are talking about? Like the movie, you know, Red Pill, Blue Pill? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, nah, man, there's just like this this new like formula that people break guys down into. Either a Red Pill guy or a Blue Pill guy. Red Pill guys are guys that are, like, I guess they call them... um hierarchy men like they have uh he looks like you right yeah they're um like a sought after man so like an athlete or somebody with status and basically what they're saying is like these red pill guys shouldn't go for just a hot woman they should bring go for a woman that brings them value well that's what they say like you should be you should choose a woman that's going to improve your life you're at you're in the position you are in life because of the woman you chose to marry. It's like that you meme. That's like it's like how do you as a woman make a man a billionaire, millionaire, or something like that? And it's like divorce or something like that because you know it take your money. But I mean, there is some kind of truth to some of that stuff because when it comes to women, women will definitely show you what they value you at. Like if you go up to a woman at a club, it doesn't matter who you are. You could be like the best looking guy in the world. And if she's not into you, she's going to shut you down immediately. Like a guy can go like if a woman comes up to a man. That's kind of happened to me in, uh, in Destin. Last time I went with John with everybody, we went out to a bar. Yeah. And I was talking to these girls and I was like, uh, can I buy you a drink? And they just turned around. <laughs> I, was like, yeah. oh. I mean, that's what I'm telling you. Like, but if you were a man and you're like, I'm not going to talk to her because she's you know, too big or too tall or something like that, you're considered like misogynistic. But a woman can 
say, oh, I don't want no broke man or I don't want no short guy or I don't want no bald guy or fat guy or something like that, you know? So it's kind of like double standards when it comes to aesthetics, you know, when it comes to men and women, what people want. And like I said, with that red pill thing, they're just saying that, like, you should not only go for looks, but you should go for a woman that brings something to the table. And most, not all, but there's a lot of women that don't have the financial things that they want these guys to have. Like, they're saying that most women want a guy to make six figures, six figures, and that's like 10% of the population that makes six figures a year. And then, you know, they'll knock a guy that is like an electrician or a plumber or something like that. But they want like a Wall Street guy or, you know, some, you know, white collar job. But if you look at it, the guys that do labor jobs make really fucking good money and they're constantly working because we all need electricity. We all need our toilets. You know, like you need those people. And they say a lot of times these women will get with these athletes or celebrities or whatever. And the guys will end up dogging them out. And then they'll be like, damn, I wish I would have stuck with the computer programmer or whatever. So, but then there's a blue pill. Basically, they're saying blue pill guys are basically like beta guys. And those are the guys that will do anything for a woman to let a woman walk all over them like a ducky. You know, and there's a ducky in the room. So would you consider yourself more what I just described? Would you consider yourself more of a red pill guy or a blue pill guy? Honestly. Red pill. (laughs) In what way are you a red pill? What was a red pill again? You bring value. You have status, money. I mean, confidence, looks, physique. A nice car. Got a rental. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, I was listening. There's another guy that a lot of people hate this guy, apparently, or a lot of women do. His name is Kevin Samuels. And I listened to this podcast. He was on this No Jumper podcast. And I agree with a lot of the stuff the guy said, too. It was just kind of like, you know, like, you should put yourself first. I think that goes for man or woman. Like, I don't think you should, like, when you're in your 20s, 30s, and I guess, yeah, 20s and 30s, I would say, that should be your growth stage. That's what you're worrying about, trying to develop yourself. You're trying to make yourself better. Because, like, if you're not better, if you're not a good person, it doesn't matter how much you got going on. If uh, Internally, if you're not there, you're not going to be able to better your partner. You know? So... That's where I'm at right now. I've been I've been delving into this a lot. Like I said, I don't agree with thinking like so one of the people that was telling me initially about it, they were like basically it was kind of some like they were thinking that you're better than a woman and I don't agree with that. Like I don't think that you should be like somebody should be subservient to you. I don't agree. That's not my mentality. But I definitely think you should find somebody that kind of compliments you. You know, it should be a give and take. It shouldn't always be like Somebody's a servant to you or you're a servant to somebody else. Because if that's the case, you might as well just have prostitutes. Hey, yo. You know. What do you feel about guys that are very successful that just want just hire a prostitute maybe once or twice a week or once or twice, once every two weeks or once a week? And they didn't want the relationship part of anything. I mean, if it's not a. 
like high end escort kind of thing. If it's not a like sex slave thing, yeah, like okay. I think it's okay. It's not me personally something I would want to do, but I think that if you know you just want some companionship and somebody is okay doing that and they're not you know, like in a, in a sex slave situation or they're being forced to do it and you know it's consensual, I don't see a problem with that. You know, like it's like they say, it's the oldest profession, you know, like we all are here because somebody fucked like people love. Not everybody wants to have kids. Not everybody wants to have a relationship. Most people want that extra physical contact. And that's what they say. Generally, you get a prostitute to pay them to go away. You know, it's not more. It's not just about uh, companionship. It's just we're not. No, we're not companionship, but it's just more about like. The physical, like you don't maybe want the cuddling and all that stuff afterwards. You just want to be one and done. Like, you know, it's like, it's like an extra level of jerking off. You know? Yeah. What do you think about it? What? Prostitutes. Like, like if you are in a situation where, you know, say you're a business guy and you're always out of town. You're probably not going to be able to meet people when you come back home. Right. Because you're always on the go. Like, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, they have a hooker in Tampa. They have a hooker, you know, wherever they're traveling to. And it just becomes part of your routine. Yeah. Like, hey, I'll be in town. Like, I know a girl that lives in Tampa that I know a guy that when he goes there, he Mm -hmm. always hits her up. Mm. I don't know if she, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure she's a hooker. Yeah. I don't think she is, but she could be. You yeah. never know, you know, or an escort, whatever. So it's like the girlfriend experience. Right. He's yeah. like, hey, I'm going to be in town this weekend. Why don't you uh, come? Why don't you bring some friends out? Because I'm going to have some friends with me kind of thing. Right. And yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, and then I, 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 and I'm sorry, not Tampa, but Destin. Is it Destin? Yeah, it's Destin. But like, you know, it's just one of those things that, there's guys that are traveling and these chicks know that. And like when you go to Vegas, they're passing out the cards on the street. Yeah. Right. Now, most of the people that hit those guys up, are like, I mean, those chicks up, are probably like, you know, just want to get a fuck on and call it a night because they come to your room, they baby you and everything else. Right. How long before prostitution is legalized in America? Not, not long. So we'll have like a door dash for prostitution. Yeah, because you know you you can you can technically go on these sites, your local like Backpage and all that stuff, or whatever yeah. it's called, you know. And um, it's just for for dinner. You and pay mas- for the time for dinner and massage. Call me, and they spell out it's like nine n i n g o zero z e r o, you know, like that. And then put a one, like they just spell a number. Yeah, but they're not ever saying. Oh, for blowjob, for anal, call me. For blowjob, call me. Yeah. They saying for for companionship and dinner, hit me up. Yeah. For for massage, hit me up. They never use the wording. There's never you never see any like sex related talk in the actual ad. Now, do you think if you start doing that, does it ruin regular women for you? Yeah, because these chicks will probably do whatever you want them to. If you pay, as long as you, you know, as long as now, so so a lot of guys, uh, you know, maybe they don't can't get anal at home, right, <laughs> with their wife, so they hire, hire hire a hooker. Is that on the menu? You think for hookers? Yeah, 
Like, seen, are they are they like prepping though? I've seen a lot of. Are you on Backpage a lot? I mean, no, like, no, 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 no. I'm saying not Backpage, but I've seen a lot of porn. Yeah, a porn is not prostitution. No, it's, but this this is straight up. This is straight up. Uh, this guy. This guy, he has a lot of porn on his on his page, right? Yeah, it's, it's always in my feed, and he's always picking up different girls in different cities. And like, he this one girl almost pu- stabbed him because he busted in her mouth without telling. What her. are you? What are you watching? I don't fucking know. Sometimes. I mean, what is this on? Is it a porn site? No, it's it's on like Instagram. No, it's on like um, it's on Pornhub. Is the host, oh okay right? okay yeah? But it's so like it's a, a porn he, site. He has a channel. Oh, and it's actual hoes he's picking up, and he's filming them. Mm-hmm. And so, they're okay with so him? No, him? no. Sometimes oh, he gets, so it's like sleep assault type sometimes stuff. Sometimes he gets busted being recording them. Like he. Has Why his, are you watching this guy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's and, start with that. Let's unpack that, man. So I don't know. And then there's, there's a bunch of them like that. And like you know, these like it'll say twenty five dollar hooker. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little, that that's I don't agree with that, but. But then you could you can tell the fake ones like the fake sites and stuff like that you yeah, know like like, those, a, like Bang Bros back in the day or, or Bang Bus that and like fake taxi and all that stuff <laughs> like you know like I just have fifteen uh, GoPros all around yeah, here and I'm mic'd up don't worry about it. this is real but wow. but yeah I'm saying I'm gonna say maybe like fifteen twenty years fifteen twenty years you can buy some prostitutes mm-hmm. Would you? Because you could go to another country. We could go to Colombia, or we could go to Belize, or we could go anywhere right now. And we could, and you could tell well, the concierge. Like, what is it? Amsterdam. That yeah, was, was you could for. you could tell the concierge that hey, I would like two women come in my room that fit this description. Well, you know, it's it is legal. What's well, illegal in Reno, right? Mm-hmm. It's like at the Bunny Ranch and um, the other place. I can't remember what it's. I called. think it's. I think it's. Uh, I think it's legal and throughout Nevada now. Mm. But like that's the thing, like you can go there and get your fuck on, and then you drive back to wherever you're going, right? Yeah. But like, and, but I bet it's super expensive. At oh, it is. Too. My friend brought me a menu back from when he was when he didn't actually go and have sex there. He just went there get like to, allegedly. Well, I mean, I know what this guy looks like, and <laughs> well, they're prostitutes. Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> he was fucking. Okay, well, maybe he was allegedly. Allegedly, but allegedly. I'm telling you. He brought me back to the menu, and, and this was, like, in 2002 when he went out there. Mm-hmm. And, dude, it was, like, normal sex. I, was, I watched that show on HBO they had. Cat House? Or Cat House, something, something like, like that, that. Yeah. yeah. And, like, normal. So they, they, when they ringing up the customer, the girl and the guy would go to check out, right? And mm-hmm. it'd be like, she's like, oh, yeah, uh, did you want anal? And then the guy goes, <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. That's another 500. And they're like, okay, okay. And so it's like, it's, it ends up being, like, 3,000. Or something like before that before it's all done. Remember your friend that, and the house gets half and the girl gets half. Your friend that um, uses mom's credit card down in Tijuana. Holy shit! So yeah, <laughs> I have a friend. He's he's a great guy, and he told me a story. He's like, when man, when you go to Tijuana tomorrow, don't fuck with any of the girls on the street. Wait till you get to the club. <laughs> and I'm like. They're aggressive on the street. They're, I'm like, okay, especially that guy that was trying, <laughs> that guy was trying to get you on the way there and the way back. So like, uh, he's like, just make sure you don't because the girls in the clubs are, are getting, they have to get tested and all that shit. I'm like, okay. You think? I mean, okay, they may get tested, but they're still fucking turned around guys. So well, it's like it's like they get tested on Friday and they fuck a hundred guys till on next Friday, right? So how it's many like, girls do you think? I mean, how many guys were with the women that we talked to while we were there? 
that one girl that was walking around, yeah, that fucking started rubbing on you. And then you're like, no, 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 thank you. <laughs> and then I, then she started rubbing on me. Yeah. So how many of the guys do you think she fucked that day? Probably like at least. Well, it depends how long she was there. I'm gonna say she was there, say eight hours. I mean, that place was packed, and we were there she, in the fucking afternoon. She probably either blew or <laughs> fucked. Because remember, you saw that guy. We watched that. We didn't watch it, but we saw that guy fingering her. Yes. Um, yes. This was like. Two minutes after she was fucking dancing, chub- chubbing my dick, all right, and she played with my dick. Was that the same one? Yeah. Oh, really? And you and you and I was like, um, I felt sad at that place. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was but like, no, that no, no, place, no. I'm so like looking at Tijuana and then looking at the outside of that building and then going inside and seeing how it looked like. If I felt like I got transferred to Hong Kong, that's what the place is called. It was like glass floor ceilings. But like the most amazing women I've ever seen before mm-hmm. in one fucking brothel. Yeah. You know, but like she probably got fucked at least 10 times that day. Blue or oh. 10. Blue or fucked. Wow. But like when I went to the bathroom, I remember going to the bathroom and there was just all every drug you wanted for sale. Mm. Uh, well, not every I'm like not like heroin and shit, but like, you know, there was Coke, there was weed, there were Molly, there was whatever. Right. And I was like, oh, Man, if we were staying in San Diego, game on. I heard that every cab driver can pretty much have, they either can get you cocaine or they have it in their car already. And then they said, I can't remember who was saying this. I was listening to something. And then they said, oh, I think it was Steve-O. And then he said, if you go to the bathroom, you do cocaine there. If the bathroom attendant hears you, they'll like bust up under the, the stall or come in the stall and then they'll shake you down. That, that like happened to me money. in Memphis. <laughs> That happened to be here in town. Let's not forget that. And maybe they he learned from them. So let's go back to my friends to finish my friend's oh, story. Yeah, so yeah, my yeah. friend, my friend says, you know, tells us, gives us the rundown because he's been a couple of times. He lives in LA. It's about two hours drive. You park in a little town before in uh, you park in a little city, a little town in a parking lot, big ass parking lot, and you walk across the border. It starts looking rough yeah. once you get But that that what we saw there is most of these countries that our friends travel to. Yeah. Uh, until you get to like the resorts and shit like that. So the drive into say where Freedom State lives in Thailand, yeah, it's probably all shacks and shit like that. Just like when you go to Jamaica, and then oh, you, I told you what it was like in Africa. Yeah, like you know you go to Jamaica and you end up driving past all the stuff before you get to the the big ass million dollar or multi hundred million dollar resorts and stuff, right? Yeah, and like it's all poor, and then everybody that lives in that town or that city that that resorts in everybody works literally everybody works there yeah but like so he told me not to hook up with any girls on the street and then um uh and then so we get in the club and then he tells me the story later on that night that he spent four days (laughs) there in hong kong in tijuana yeah they just keep on giving him coke Viagra <laughs> girls, Coke, Viagra girls. That was the cycle. Coke, Viagra girls, Coke, Viagra girls. And his credit card got declined. And then he told me like, there was a bunch of people like, like, I guess like the fucking mafia people like, how are you paying? Yeah. Like that little meme, pay me, pay me now, <laughs> pay me. Yeah. And I can see it now. The big mafia guys are behind this little short Mexican probably. Hey man, where's my money at? <laughs> and he had to call his mom, dude. Uh, how do you say that to your mom? Mom, I've been in Tijuana for five days or four days, and I need to use your credit card to pay for prostitutes and well, cocaine. That, that's not, you don't say Viagra. Like you don't say it like that. Hey, mom, I'm at this. Uh, I'm at this club, and my car got declined. 
in Tijuana. I've been, I've been in this hotel <laughs> in Tijuana. And they come kinda, on down, man. I mean, I'm sure because I'm sure the charges on the credit card don't say Hong Kong brothel. Tijuana. How much did he say it was? It was a couple grand. It was a couple it? grand, like a shitload of grand, like maybe like five or six grand. He said Ugh. he was literally there for four days. That all he did was fucking. I mean, so it's not because I remember from what they told us it was twenty dollars for. The girl, I think, or eighty for the room. No. Either one, it was vice versa. I know it's like a hundred bucks mm-hmm. for a girl in a room. In the room, I think the girl. So how ends many up, girls was he fucking? I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, did he have like an orgy? Well, you gotta going think. You gotta room? think. You gotta think. I'm sure he had a bunch of girls at one time. You oh. gotta think. The coke ain't free. The room ain't free. The fucking the room rate is probably a hundred an hour. Because you're probably going in. You're not spending a whole hour fucking. They're not you. We're not you. Okay. <laughs> Uh, it's like, you know, you nut and you leave and they probably don't even clean the comforter or something. Okay. But, Ugh. but like, and the condoms, they probably had to pay for the condoms too. Yeah. That's a lot of money, man. It's like that. It's like those people be here that are like, they go to Mexico with a bunch of money and hate about, hate about the strip clothes and buy a bunch of Coke and girls. Mm-hmm. Like he lived that. <laughs> that's wow. A, yeah. That's a, that's a wild boy, man. Wow, boy. Yeah, I, I don't think I, I would want to be there that long. Like, was he by himself? Mm-hmm. That's a, man, that's even bolder to go down that place by yourself. I don't know, man. Because I remember when we were down there, people were like, why are y'all in Tijuana? It's fucking dangerous right now down there. But like I said, we were there, to, there I can't talk, we were there during the daytime, so imagine at night it'd be a little bit more sketch. Especially walking on the street. Yeah. You but know. I will say I was impressed how fucking packed that fucking place was for like uh, we got two, there at like three, three o'clock in we the got afternoon. There. Yeah. We we got into Tijuana, I think at eleven thirty, we took the little taxi to the uh, town square and there was a little wannabe Selena playing. I remember that. <laughs> and the little Marashi. And then We had that good lunch. Yep. And then we start we had tequila with the owner. Or maybe it wasn't the owner. Yeah. And then um, we started walking towards the Hong Kong, and it, we got there like around two. I drank like forty, like forty souls in an hour, and then I was like five because I had a room with myself because I remember I had to drive. And then we drove back to. We went to go see Dan, and Dan then we the drove, man. and then we drove back. We got we got we got in LA at like nine forty five ten o'clock. Yeah, because traffic wasn't bad going. No, back. and then we. Um, and then you called it a night, and I was like, fuck it, I'm going out. Well, we had to go see my aunt the next day. So. Yeah. And I was like, fuck it. And then I hit up, I hit up our friend, the one that spent the four nights in Tijuana, <laughs> and they took me to an after party. We went we went to Rodario, or we went to uh, Skid Row. Ro- Not Skid Row. I mean, where the uh, clubs are and stuff, where Joe Rogan and them do their stand-ups and shit. Oh, by the comedy store. Yeah. So that the Sunset. Lo- Sunset Boulevard is yeah. where we went. They showed me the Viper Room where that one actor OD'd on the ground. I took a picture in front of it. Phoenix. Yeah, I took a picture like this in front of it. I was like, ah. Um, and then we went to, um, so his friend was like, hey, you want to go to a party? And I'm like, sure. It's like, you want to go to a party with us? I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm not going home. I'm just fucking, I'm, I'm out now. It's one o'clock now. Yeah. And the whole time, oh shit. I believe it. Uh, the whole time they're fucking, um, they're blowing coke left and right in this one place we were and there's those 80 bands playing, right? Yeah. And I was like, and and I can't remember. Oh, that's right, because I hadn't done coke. I got my one year medallion. I remember that's and I. Well, this is before I got it or after I got it. 
I can't remember. And I didn't, you know, I didn't do it there for like 18 months or whatever it was. And, um, and uh, I was like, no, nah, I'm good, man. Cause I might get, might get drugs because when I go back to work. Cause I didn't want to lose that job, you know, at Ajax mm-hmm. from a drug test. And um, uh, we went to this after party. We had the after party. It was fucking phenomenal. DJ fucking just, it's, it's a mechanic shop turned club. Like they move all the stuff out and. How big is this place? As big as our house. Like a gateway tire size place? Probably. Mm. And like, I remember walking in. I'm like, this ain't gonna be shit. We had to tell the Uber to drop us off like two blocks, three blocks away because we didn't want, if the Uber driver was a cop, they were gonna bust the party, right? That was yeah. a big thing about that. And then we saw this little fucking Chad motherfucker <laughs> walking around looking like to go to the party with us. Yeah. And they go, what are you guys doing, man? Hey, guys. And uh, my friend was like, um, I don't know who you are. Don't follow us. Yeah. We'll fuck you up. <laughs> and uh, I was like, why do you do that? He was like, because it's a cop, man. They're mm. looking for the party. They know where it's at, but they have to be invited to come in. Because you say you had like a flyer or something, right? Mm-hmm. You had had a flyer. So my buddy's friend knew all the people and yeah. my buddy knew half of them too. When we got to the door, it was like 20 bucks. This big ass lady was sitting at the door. I, I love that your friend knew that it was a cop, but he didn't know he was making out with a dude. Mm. <laughs> Could have been a dude. <laughs> but like, so, so like, it probably wasn't a cop. It was probably just somebody drunk, you know, yeah. looking for the party. But like, when we got to the door, it's literally like this big ass lady sitting there and like these big motherfuckers behind her. These guys were like seven feet tall, just fucking muscled. Couldn't see their skin because all the tattoos they had. Yeah. Right? I was like, sure this is the party, man? Why do you keep saying the man's name? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was like, you sure this is the party, man? You sure this is the party? He's like, yeah, come on. I was like, all right. And next thing you know, fucking phenomenal night. I missed out. You did. But I knew I had to be responsible. And then I got sick, too, when I got back. So, yeah. I don't know. So you're pro prostitute, pro drugs, pro drugs, pro drugs. If you can handle yourself, if you can, if you can function, if you can put it away when you need to go to work and stuff and it's not going to affect your life, then yes. A functioning junkie. Yeah. Mm, Interesting. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, I don't think so. What's your advice for people? I don't have any. Go, you let me me Google something. Okay. I posted this the other day. Teach y'all's sons is okay to express his feelings without calling him soft or weak. Which I think is true. Because I remember growing up. Especially in the black community. I am kind of talking. Oh, yeah. Kind of talking. I remember growing up and I remember I started crying about something. Like it was like a math problem I couldn't solve in like first grade. I had to go up to the, like the chalkboard or whatever. Keep crying for over that. I would just start crying, man. You know. And then I remember it got back to my dad. I don't remember how it got back to my dad, but it got back to my dad. And my dad was like, "We don't cry." And then I that was, I distinctly remember this conversation. You know, I was like fucking six at the time. Yeah. And so I didn't cry again that that I recall until maybe I was like fifteen. I cried about something I got upset about. Someone touch you. No, no, no. And then I cried again. I can count on my hands how many times I've cried. I cried again. I think I was like 20 because I I wrecked. I didn't wreck my car, but I backed off the fucking thing at this guy's house and I damaged my car. And then my buddy was talking about some stuff that was going on with my family at the time. And I remember crying then. Then I cried when Jerry Dunaway was in the hospital 
So that was 2011. Then I cried when Josh passed away. And then that's it. I haven't cried again. So I haven't it's, cried since 2012. Sound like you're going to cry right now. <laughs> I mean, fuck, man. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with crying, but I don't think you should like put this on people like where guys have to carry this thing. I think it's so fucked up that men feel like they have to be so strong all the time. Like they don't have somebody to lean upon. I see people like that on my Facebook all the time. Like these guys like they're I, too tough. Like these guys I've known for a long time. I'm yeah. really not friends with them anymore. Just know them, you know. Yeah. Like if I saw them, like, hey, what's up? Kind of that'd be, that'd be the depth of the conversation. Like, dude, I don't know why you still think we're 18, 19. You're acting like that still, and you're that's how you act. Trying to act like you're all tough and shit. That's how you act. No, not you're so. talking about yourself. You're Terrence. <laughs> you're talking about yourself right now. No. When's the last time you cried? Because if you don't cry a lot, you should be able to pinpoint when you... Why do you keep chewing on the fucking cable like you're a fucking dog? When was the last time you cried? I don't know. I can tell you when, because I was there. You keep on saying, I was at Nick's wedding. wedding. There's no one I fucking cried. And you were sad. Oh, God. You're like, oh, it's sad. Because you lost your best friend. I don't remember that. Well, he's back now, bitch. (laughs) Maybe not for long, but he's back. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's stupid that... Men are taught that because I don't know, I don't know who it was, but there was, you know, it's always like something that gets passed down to people. And it's like, you know, this is what you do. This is way to be a man. This is, there's no set, there's no blueprint. You know, I think if you're an emotional person, you're an emotional person. I don't think you should try to well, be something that you're not. You know, like if a guy cries or something like that, it's, oh, why are you being gay, dude? Like, don't talk to me about that shit. Or so, you know, that's not, not saying I'm not saying it's gay to talk about stuff like that. I'm saying that's yeah. what people th- will say to somebody, and then you know that person's never going to say stuff like that again because they don't want people to think he's gay or weak or well, like even like with women, like they say that most men don't want to talk about stuff to women because sometimes women will use that against them, like they'll use their feelings against them, like you know they'll call them weak or pussy or something like that. But I don't know. I, I just think it's dumb, man. Like. You should just realize that people have emotions and if something bothers you, you should be able to talk about it. I, mean, I think that's why people kill themselves because so many people bottle stuff up inside themselves and, and don't know how to express their feelings or don't want to go seek therapy or, you know, talk about what's going on in their lives and they'll look for an exit, you know, or they're going to, or they do the opposite. They take it on other people. You have these people doing these mass shootings and stuff like that. Like, being strong, I think, is being vulnerable. So if guys, I think guys need to make a shift, man. I think if anything we should learn about last year is that this life is is very brief and there's no point of trying to be something you're not or trying to portray this image for somebody else. I mean, you got to live for yourself. So that's my advice for people to try to be a better band, you know, and Especially like certain communities, I think it's it's always deemed weak to to black community. Well, I mean, a lot of ethnic communities are, are I think, are that way. It's just it's deemed weak to show emotion or to care about people, and you know, it's like that we were talking about earlier with that red pill blue pill thing. It's kind of like that kind of mentality where I think it's a weak mentality to think if a guy is good to a woman, they're a pussy ass bitch. You know, it's oh, like, like if you're spending time with your girl, you're a pussy yeah. whooped. 
Yeah, it's like, motherfucker. What do you be? Fuck you. I rather go hang out with my girls. I can fuck her. Like right? I saw like, this thing one like, day. It said, uh, "This guy was like sitting down, and he's like, yeah, I was. This person was out. Yeah, I was out with these people, and this guy's like, man, I miss my wife.' And he got up and left. You know, I think some of that, like, if you're some guys take it too far. I think some or people, I should say, some people only want to be with their partner, and then when they're not with their partner, then they want to come back to everybody else. I think you should have like a give and take with your friends and your your partner where you're not only invested in them. You know, you should still have your own interests outside. Well, that's of all them. that that brings the problem when like when a lot of girls will start gay date somebody and they don't hang out with any of their girlfriends or guy friends or whatever anymore. Yeah. And just because they, they then they adopt the guys friends, right? Mm-hmm. And then, but when they break up, they're this happens with guys too. They're they sitting have nobody there, to go back. They're sitting to. like a fucking sucker, right? Yeah. And that friend's like, oh, we knew you'd be back. Yeah. I, like I said, I think you should have your own life, man. Like, I think it's it's a honeymoon phase. Like, if you're with somebody all the time, it, it feels great. But then you're going to burn out, I think. Unless you're just a codependent person. I don't think being codependent's healthy, though. I think everybody should have their own thing. But I guess that kind of depends on people's personalities, too. I guess it's easier on the outside looking in to, to judge. But I don't know. But yeah, back to the original thing, though. I think that men should be more in tune with their feelings and just, you know, like if you are that type of guy that is emotional, you know, be emotional. Don't try to be something you're not to try to please somebody else, because at the end of the day, you're going to wake up one day and realize you're you're serving other people and they're not serving you back. So what's your advice? My homie Aristoli said, "No, Aristoli, 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 Aristotle, Aristotle, yeah, Aristotle." How you say it? Aristotle. Aristotle. My homie Aristotle said, "Know thyself." Okay. Right. Yeah. Like you need to know yourself before you can give other people advice on stuff. Because mm. if you don't know yourself, how are you going to help somebody? Obviously, you have to sit there and listen, and you know, that's and you, and then listening is probably a lot that somebody just needs sometimes. Communication, right? You know, I listen to these people complain all day. I don't hang up the phone on them, or you know, I just put the phone like this while I'm working. I just, yeah, man, I like I can hear them because it's on speaker, you know. And I'm like, yeah, man, yeah, that fucking sucks. You know, just, you, just, you need to knock it out so we can you can get home or whatever, right? Like. It's the same complaint every single day from the same people every single day. It's like my. It's like. What was the quote again that you said though? Know thyself. So what are when, these when, people doing? When do- you know who you are, you can be wise about your goals, your dreams, your standards, your convictions. Knowing you who you are allows you to live your life with purpose and meaning. So what are these people doing that you know to better the situation besides complaining? Because I don't think if you're just complaining, that's that's not no, no, no. making anything I'm, I'm just there listening to the complaining. But and after I'm, a certain point, you get, I would get tired of hearing somebody complain about their situation, not trying to improve their situation. They're not going to do anything about it. And I'm just have to sit there and listen to it. But that's not my point. Like, I don't think you should continue listening to people if they're not trying to better themselves. Well, they don't want to better themselves, right? So they, well, then that's what I'm saying. They come like, to me with the same I would be thing. like, hey, I don't want to hear it. If you're not willing to work on a situation, then don't come back to me with your complaints. Because you're just, it's just, it's Groundhog Day conversation then. Mm-hmm. I know it's going to happen in tomorrow morning. It's going to, it's going to start around 6.45, 7 o'clock. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that's kind of a weak, 
weakness to to this bitch and then not improve. I don't know. That's just me personally. And you know, I'll sit there and listen while I'm working. I don't know. I don't know how the fuck they're working while they're talking the whole time. But yeah. But you know. But it's just the same dance over every day in day out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't want to. That would be draining, man. I tell them what to do. They just don't ever listen. Yeah. And you might have to just kind of cut that I said, off. I was like, this is what you need to do to fix this problem you're having with this person. This is what you need to do, what you do with this. Mm. Like this one guy, he he got fucked on this contest, and he, he called me. And I'm like, I'm going to tell you right now, they did it to me. I'd be sending emails fucking to God about it. And Is uh, this person afraid of confrontation, though? This person is afraid of everything. And they're not afraid they, they just don't like they don't they don't want to bring it up. Yeah. So I finally made him call somebody about it. I was like, "Don't call me until you talk to this person." And then he called me back about an hour later. He's like, "Hey, I talked to the person you told me to call." And what, I was like, "What did they say? Did they say what I told you they were going to say?" He's like, "Pretty much." I said, "So what did you do about it?" And he said, "I told them that it's bullshit. Pretty much, they pretty much." Do what I told him to say, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, then I say, don't swear on the conversation when you're talking to him. Just be like, you know, it's not fair. So my problem, th- there was no product, and I'm way in the lead that you extended it a month. That's not fair to me. We all had the same amount of time to get the product sold in before it went out of date. I mean, before I went out. So they did what they were supposed to do, and they didn't get compensated for what they were supposed to get compensated Because for? of the out-of-stock issue with this with this contest? They extended it to the end of July now. Mm. I told him, you just got fucked. I said, you know what? I'll win this contest for you, and you can choose your 15-inch TV or your Nintendo Switch. So I've already gotten like 17 placements in two days for it for him. I ain't giving him a TV, though. Fuck him. You're a true friend. Yeah, he was like, he came to me, he's like, what am I supposed to do? I was like, you got fucked. Big time, brother. <laughs> I wouldn't go out like that. That's it. That's my advice for people. Don't go out like that. Fight for it. Fight for your right. Fight for what is yours. But they're not. So your advice that you're helping people is not working for the people. But you're going to give advice to the listeners. Start with that one person. Change that one person, ma'am. I'm helping him. Doesn't sound like it. He's actually gotten much better at what he does. I'm saying as far as like trying to, I don't know. Maybe it's like, it's just maybe it's not his personality. I don't know. But my friend Rod Bland has a CD release coming out at BB Kings. And I think it's on the 16th. His CD comes out. And then the 18th is the actual party at BB Kings. I'll have more information shortly about that. We'll talk about another podcast. I think we're actually going to do a podcast with him. Um, his dad was Bobby Blue Bland, and his uh, godfather was BB King, and he's a drummer in a in a band. Local Brimstone, Prince, Brimstone Jones, Jones right? yeah, Brimstone Jones, and also like he's gonna he's going on his own. He's doing his own thing now, so he's doing some cool shit. I've known this guy since tenth grade. I was in tenth grade. He was in eleventh grade. Uh, he's always been a good dude, so support people that support you. And anyways, we love you lots. Oh, and if you want um, the deets for um, Tony's birthday celebration extravaganza, um, reach out to me, Jeevan 
J-E-E-V-A-N-8849 on Insta. I probably won't give it to you because it's probably you, so it's it's selective. (laughs) All right. We love you lots. Thank you for the privilege of your time. I don't even know what to say anymore. Bye.